It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Wednesday. I'm James Erpine. Great to have you in on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, Megaphone, LockedOnBengals.com, and probably wherever you go to your go-to for podcast. It's great to have you in. All of my loyal listeners, thank you for joining us today. And all of the new listeners, if you're new to Locked on Bengals, it's pretty simple. What I try to do here, peel back the curtain, give you an inside look at the Cincinnati Bengals organization, at the football team, and just bring you inside it with uh, with articles at LockedOnBengals.com and with this podcast, a daily podcast, the only daily Bengals podcast I know of. So uh, it's great to have you in. You're going to hear from cornerback Kavari Russell. I just got back from Paul Brown Stadium, talked with some players, have a, an idea of how they're feeling as far as Marvin Lewis goes, how shocked they were, etc. But you will hear my conversation with Kavari Russell, the former third-round pick out of Notre Dame, in just a bit. But I, I want to start today with what you want to hear about, what I'm curious about, and I don't know the answer, but I'm going to try to at least give you my opinion, and if you disagree, fine, tweet me or, or email me, James Erpine at ESPN1530.com, and if you agree, I'd love to hear from you as well via email or on Twitter because I, I love the, the feedback. I love hearing your opinion, your thoughts. If you hate me, love me. I love both of them. Uh, I love feedback from, from listeners, and when I look at Marvin Lewis and the Marvin Lewis era, and then I look at a lot of and I wrote about this on LockedOnBengals.com, but a lot of the candidates, especially the top ones, I'm like, really? That's what we're doing? That's the plan? That's why you get rid of Marvin? And you might call me crazy, but last year at this time, I remember thinking, like, I don't know if I see many coaches that are much better than Marvin. Now, in hindsight, sure, you could say Sean McVay, the 31-year-old, 31-year-old quarterbacks coach from Washington, heck of a coach. Absolutely, you could say that. Kyle Shanahan, I, I thought he was legit, and it seems like now that he has his quarterback, he's going to be in San Francisco. But the point is, I'm not sure, really not sure, who's going to be better than Marvin, who's going to be an upgrade. So this is what I want, because I agree with you. It's time to move on from Marvin Lewis. It's time for new blood, new fresh coaching staff, new fresh direction, new way of doing things, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I get all of that. I get all of that, that mindset. But with that said, are you really hiring a coach that's 27-34-1 coming off of a firing? Are you hiring a coach that's 1-31 coming off of a firing? Are you trading for either of those coaches? Those ideas have been passed out, passed around. And I have no idea, no idea 
why that's the case. The two coaches I'm referring to, by the way, Jay Gruden, former Bengals offensive coordinator, now Washington Redskins head coach, who is 27-34-1 as a head coach. And the other one is Hugh Jackson, who is 1-29 as a head coach. And I get it. I, I believe in Hugh Jackson. I think Hugh Jackson's a really good coach. I think Jay Gruden's a really good coach. Upgrade from Marvin? How? How? Jay Gruden's going to come here and do what exactly? Win a Super Bowl? No. No. You might say, yo, James, that can't be the standard. Well, damn it, it should be. It should be the standard. Who can you get that has won everywhere and that can come to Cincinnati and change the culture and get them over the hump against Pittsburgh? Who can you get that is going to bring a mindset and a mentality? Because I haven't seen it from Hugh Jackson in Cleveland. He's busy talking to the media and leaking things half the time. And while I like Hugh Jackson, while I think he's a good coach, and while I want to see him survive this in Cleveland and get a legitimate shot with talent, I damn sure don't think he's worth trading for. And I don't know how excited I would be for him off of a firing to come to Cincinnati and expect him to win. I just don't know if that's possible. I don't know if that's something I'm searching for if I'm Mike Brown. And quite frankly, I buy into to Hugh Jackson, the coach, because of what players have told me. But I don't think it might. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's going to be much better than Marvin. The dude's won one game in almost two years. We complain that Marvin's gone eight and eight too many times. And that's fine. That's a legitimate gripe. Is Hugh Jackson going to get you to get you to the next level? Marvin got you to a pretty high level. Is he going to get you to the next level? What about Jay Gruden? I don't think so. And yeah, you're familiar with them. But if the goal is, and you're going to hear me, this offseason to me is going to be about championship culture. How do championship organizations become champions? How do you do that? Because ultimately anything I do, anything, I want to be the best at it. Like if I really care about it, I want to be the best at it. And it bothers me if I'm losing. I, I hate it. Hate it. The Bengals' mindset, different than my mindset. My mindset, it's about going after it and winning, building a winning culture. So, yeah, you could say Hugh Jackson. You could say Jay Gruden. Both of those guys had their flaws here. Both of those guys certainly haven't fared well as head coaches. And now they're going to totally revamp and revitalize a Bengals team that just that, that needs a different direction, a different way? What makes you think that? What makes you think that? This Bengals team, this is what they need to do. This Bengals team and organization, I have a hire for them. And the hire isn't going to be someone a lot of you outside of this area know. The hire isn't someone that you're familiar with at the NFL level, but the hire is someone that would bring exactly what most people want to see, what most fans want. Would it bring a Super Bowl? There's no guarantee there. But it would bring a culture change, expectations, 
And that it, it, uh, raised expectations in a standard that I'm not sure we've seen under Marvin Lewis. I will get to that in just a second here on the Locked on Bengals podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, LockedOnBengals.com. Speaking of LockedOnBengals.com, there's a video of John Ross, the ninth overall pick, the guy I really liked while toasting cornerbacks in practice. Check that out at LockedOnBengals.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Locked On Bengals podcast. And let's get to it. Without further ado, the coach I would bring in, the coach I would go out and pay and bring in to revitalize and change the culture and bring a winning tradition to the Bengals is none other than current Notre Dame football head coach Brian Kelly. What? Here's why. Let me Before you turn this off, let me explain why I would bring in Brian Kelly. Not only did this man dominate at Division II with Grand Valley State, not only did he fare well at Central Michigan, not only did he go 34-6 and at the University of Cincinnati, but he went to Notre Dame and won where no other coaches have won. He went 68-34 and at Notre Dame so far. 68-34, and including a national championship appearance. Oh, he lost to Bama. So what? It's Notre Dame. Notre Dame is the most overrated football program in the like right now ever because everyone expects them to be up there with the big dogs like Bama and no one views them that way anymore only people that are stuck into the in the 60s think that Notre Dame's up there they're not but Brian Kelly's been a damn good coach Brian Kelly has won everywhere he's went and you may say what the hell he's that guy that does the, the angry rants on the sidelines Brian Kelly's the guy who blames the media and gets annoyed and is condescending, and that's fine. How many times have you said it? You want Marvin to have more emotion on the sidelines. You want Marvin to show he's pissed off sometimes. Now, does Brian need to tone it down a little bit because he's dealing with grown-ass men in the NFL level? Of course. Of course he does. What coaches wouldn't have to adjust from transitioning from college to pro? Ultimately, what Brian Kelly did when he was here at the University of Cincinnati is he made the program feel bigger than it was. It, he gave people, and one of them is Tony Pike, who I work with on a weekly basis, the quarterback, during the time when they went to two BCS games, BCS bowl games, that is. Um, he gave people here in Cincinnati, players in Cincinnati, hope and made them buy in and believe that they were bigger and better than they were. He talked about national championships before they were at in BCS bowl games. I, w- I was just talking to Mo Egger, who, was, who covered the Bearcats then and, and worked with Brian Kelly, and, and I was just like, just talking to him about it. Like, Brian Kelly's flirted with the NFL before. 
I have reason to believe that he did interview with the Eagles before Chip Kelly hired uh, got hired about three years ago. He t- he mentioned that, and he's going into his eighth season as Notre Dame head coach. And the other thing, he was on the herd with Colin Cowherd, and he said he couldn't. And this was about a year, year plus ago, but I have the audio saved. He couldn't stick and and be the Notre Dame head coach for 15 years. Here, here's Brian Kelly on that job. If I didn't enjoy doing it, uh, you could never do this job. I don't mind going out and playing golf. I don't mind doing those kinds of things. But there's no question, you can't do this job for 15 years. It, it will. Uh, wow. It's it's difficult because there's so much of your energy is used 365 days a year. You telling me that uh, there's not room for Brian Kelly? You're telling me that 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 guy who completely changed the way UC football felt, made him national was this close, and my fingers are really close together, from a national championship. And if you're, like, out of town listening, you're like, the University of Cincinnati was close to a national championship. Yep, look in 2009. Oh, but he's a college coach. Yeah, but then he went to Notre Dame and did the same thing. So, D2, then he jumped to Central Michigan, great. Jumped to UC, great. Notre Dame, really freaking good, including a national championship appearance. Like, National runner-up. That's freaking hard to do. That dude did it. So, to me, I think he would bring the culture change. Would it work? I don't know if it would work. But I don't want to be stuck with 8-8. Eight and eight. Brian Kelly comes in. He tries to do what he does. And maybe he gets the team where it needs to go. Maybe he doesn't and you move on. But it's much easier to find 8-8 eight and eight, Marvin Lewis than it is Super Bowl winner. College coach Pete Carroll. You have to take the risk. And then five weeks in when it starts paying off, you're like, oh. Or a year in when you're like, oh, man, this just feels different and it's a good feeling. You're like, oh, right decision. To me, Brian Kelly would be the right decision. And I want to float that out there. I don't think I've said it on this podcast. I know I mentioned it to Joe Goodberry yesterday. But that's the guy that I would bring in and interview very, very seriously. Ahead of Hugh Jackson, ahead of Jay Gruden, both of which will be retread head coaches by the time they're fired, if they do get fired. Seriously, do you want to bring in a fired head coach, or do you want to bring in a college coach who's won everywhere in different ways? He wins with defense more at Notre Dame than he does offense. Speaking of Notre Dame, you're going to hear Kavari Russell, former Brian Kelly player. His conversation with me coming up in just a bit here on the Locked On Bengals podcast. But first, a word from draft. Because fantasy football fans, listen up. It's not too late. You're probably eliminated from a lot of your season-long leagues, but you can join the 500,000 people that have already downloaded draft this year. You get to play in a real-life snake draft. So if your opponents suck at drafting, and I've gotten lucky with this sometimes, you can dominate the draft, get the guys you want for that one week. You don't have to worry about injuries. You don't have to worry about waiver wires or anything like that. And the best part, you play for cold, hard cash. Get this. Your chances of winning 80% better than those salary cap sites. So you don't have to manage the salary cap. Oh, this player costs this or this player costs that. It's a real live draft, and it takes less than five minutes. You're going to get a free entry with a deposit with promo code LONFL. Play real money games for free. A real money game for free on me. Just use promo code LONFL. Just search Draft in your app store or go to Draft.com and come play free right now with promo code LONFL. 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. I'm James Erpine. Great to have you in on a Wednesday. Let's get to it. Kavare Russell and myself, we talked about staying focused the final two weeks of the season and... Christmas. Here's my one-on-one interview with Bengals corner Kavare Russell. How hard is it to stay dialed in and focused? Oh, uh, you know, with the, these final yeah. two games, preparing, and obviously it's a grind each and every week. But knowing that there's two games left, and then yeah. you're on vacation essentially for a little while. I mean, for some people, it could be hard. Again, I don't look at it for some people. I look at it for myself. Like I said, because I gotta motivate me. Like, you know, first, if I can't motivate myself, I can't help motivate my team. So, I mean, some guys, you know, it's hard. Just cause, you know, everybody, you want that incentive, you know, for playoffs and you know, a- after the regular season to keep playing. But it's, it, to be honest, it shouldn't be that hard, man. We're grown men. We get paid to do this. You know, it's unfortunate that we're not making playoffs, but. You, I mean, you're still millions of people watching, even if you're in the playoffs or not, because you know Sunday football. Everybody loves to watch Sunday football. So, you, what do you want to do? Put, what, do you want, what do you want to put on film? Like, for everybody, you know, we talk about this. This is your resume. Like, you know, we don't know where you're going to end up as a player if you stay here for 10, 50 years. If you stay here for another year, if you go somewhere else for 10, 50, you know, so you don't know where you're going to end up or how how things might may shake up. So, you want to keep, put, keep, keep continuously to, to put good film out there. Like I said for yourself, for your own brand, for your uh, family, but as a you know as a cohesive unit, like as a team, you want to just you know. I mean, turn, turn into some, you know, dis, <laughs> dismembered team, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You want to you you finish off strong and go into the offseason, though, and you, you know, you gave your all and you put out some good film. So, for some people, it's, it's tough, but, you know, me personally, it's like, man, let me see, I, get, I get paid to do this. You know, like, this is why I get paid to do play football. Winner or loser, I get paid to play football. In the locker room with Kavari Russell. Kavari, are you looking forward to a. Uh this opportunity to show what you can do the next two games and, and getting an opportunity obviously with injuries and other things you've been active the past couple of weeks yeah, yeah you know it's for, I don't know exactly how things gonna shake out you know things can happen so you know for me I, I prepare like I'm gonna play regardless like so whether I do whether I don't you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna be on my you know be on, be on the sideline with my guys regardless however it works whether, again, whether I'm suited up whether I'm not because I'm a good team player and I'm just gonna do my job. Like I said, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm always excited to go out here, you know, practice, play, play the game of football. Like, that's what I do. Man. I love competing. You guys see me out here. I always try to compete every day, no matter who it is against. And that's just what I do, man. So whether I get 20 snaps, 50 snaps, one snap, man, I'm gonna go out there and do my thing. Like I said, whether it's a run play, pass play, I'm gonna just do my job. You know, the more you know, the more experience I continue to get, like I, said, I think the, you know, the better to help me and the team. If I looked at the Kavari Russell Christmas list, what would be a, a couple items that are on it? Um, I don't really got much, man. I'm a, I'm a shoe guru and a clothes guru, so I mean, if you want to throw me some, you know, some nice clothes or some shoes, I'm okay. But other than that, yeah, I don't really, I'm not too picky, man. Like, so I don't need much. Cause I don't do much. Like, so I go home, like, I live alone. Go, go home. I got two TVs. I don't even watch my TVs. Like, <laughs> I got one in my room, one in the living room. But I rarely turn those things on. I just got them for show, really. Yeah. So I really don't do much, man. Like, so I don't need too much. Like I said, the thoughts account, you know, just wish me luck in life, I guess. Like, like said, that, that gratitude towards me will be is appreciated. What uh, what shoes? What are your favorite shoes? Man, I love. I see. I'm. I, I haven't. I don't like spending too much money on shoes, but <laughs> you know, I've been starting to spend a little bit more on like some designer shoes. But 
What's um, the most you've spent on shoes? Man, I ain't gonna talk about that one. No, it's, it's, it's gonna sound reckless at times. No, no, I get it. Like, I get you know it, what I'm saying? It's gonna sound reckless. Like, I it's, got you. It's not, it's not as much as like, you know, some fool boys. Man, do. everyone has an iPhone that's worth a grand. So yeah, it's what you think about, right? I didn't think everybody. About. <laughs> so it's true. okay. No one that can laugh true. at your shoes. true to think about. But, <laughs> but yeah, as far as shoes, man, you know, I'm, I'm signed to Nike, so, you know, I love Nikes. A lot, a lot of Nikes. I like Jordans, but not really. I, I got a lot of Jordans, but it's never been like my favorite shoe or anything. But I, mean, I, I still keep up with them. But yeah, just I mean, like all types of Nikes. I love I love Air Maxes. Air Maxes were my favorite shoes since I was a kid. I love Air Maxes. All, all type of Air Maxes too. But yeah, I just I mean, I got I got so I got a lot. And then so she, this is my favorite. This is my favorite. Now I was like, get another. Like, God damn, I like these. Yeah. Like uh, like Fendi. Like, that's one of the designer brands. I like Fendi. Like I got a couple. Like I said, that was like my Christmas gift to myself. I just bought a couple pairs of Fendi. I don't like buying a lot of designer because it costs so goddamn much. <laughs> so, you know, for my birthday, I bought a couple. Like, for occasions, I, I, you know, I take care of myself. Mm-hmm. What have you bought for your relatives? You going to tell us? So, for, for the, uh, far as gifts, I haven't bought your gifts. Any, just, you you haven't bought gifts yet? No, I, for, for them, since I'm so far away, it's tough for me. I don't oh, like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, either I'm going to have to ship all of it, and it's like, that's just too much, or i got to order it in Washington or this. So, a lot so of you, times, you'll celebrate it later? Yeah, yeah. either that, like, or you know, I might send me as far as gift cards, stuff like that, like, toward it. You guys, you guys do your own shopping or whatever, like, like you know, do stuff like that. So, so I, know, I know my little niece, I'll probably just send her some money, however it works, for just because um, they're, they're trying to get into private school and everything. So uh, for her, I'll probably, you know, probably send her, like, you know, check or something like that for my little, for my little baby. She yeah. They want to take, take her to a private, little private school, so I'll uh, try to help take, take care of her. Absolutely. Well, Kavari, good luck the, the, the final two weeks of the season. Thanks, it's always good talking to you, and I'm yes, sure we'll, we'll talk to you before you hit the offseason. Appreciate you, my man. Thank you. So that's Kavari Russell. I can't not root for that dude. Third round pick, Chiefs move on from him unexpectedly, works his tail off, and he can talk well. Seriously, that dude talk. I asked, I asked him four questions in that interview. It's perfect. That's my dream. You talk away, my man. Make me sound good. Uh, Kavari Russell, good luck to him in the rest of the year. And that's the thing, man. All this head coaching talk, it, it, it leaves a lot of these guys, just the human element of it, it leaves a lot of these guys wondering, like Kavari Russell, will I be here next year? And that's something that maybe Brian Kelly, his former head coach at Notre Dame, could decide. I'm telling you guys, <clears throat> you want someone who's going to come in and change the culture and expectations. Don't you want someone who's won at every level? It doesn't matter if he's won a national championship or not. That dude has won. 68-34, and 34-6, dominated. Grand Valley State was great at Central Michigan. Like, to me, if he really wants out of Notre Dame or is interested in other opportunities, you bring him in. You say, well, you're walking into something Nick Saban didn't have, Chip Kelly didn't have, a stable quarterback in Andy Dalton. And by the way, Brian, we're open to going to get a quarterback like Baker Mayfield. We're going to revamp this line. We're going to draft some of your linemen from Notre Dame, and we're going to get this right. We're going to give you the talent. Can you get over the hump, beat the Steelers, get this team to where it needs to go? And from what I've seen from Brian Kelly, I think he could. Will he have to change his sideline rants a little bit? Sure, absolutely. You're not going to be able to scream at a great... I can't imagine a coach screaming at Joe Mixon. Or even more important, screaming at Vontez Perfect. But at, at the same time, how many of you have said Marvin Lewis needs to be more animated on the sidelines? Needs to show more emotion? To me, I think it would be interesting. But not only that, I think it could get it done. And why would you bring in Jay Gruden, who... 
is probably closer to Marvin than we realize. Bring in Hugh Jackson, who's closer to Marvin than we realize. Because Marvin's a good coach. And if you want to upgrade from good, you got to find great. That means you go after the greatness. Brian Kelly could be the great head coach. Take the chance. Seriously, take the chance. What's the worst it could do? You miss the playoffs back-to-back seasons? You win 11 games in two seasons? This team has enough talent to win games against really bad teams. They're not really bad. It'll be all right. Low risk, high reward. Brian Kelly, that's the guy. Email me, James Erpine at ESPN1530.com, at James Erpine, at Locked On Bengals on Twitter. As always, thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. And until next time, tomorrow, when we will discuss plenty of Bengals news, insight, the latest, like we do every single day here on Locked On Bengals, I'm James Erpine. And thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.